Hey guys, Allie Clifton from the Road Trippin' Podcast here. I think you guys have all figured out by now uh, getting used to my lifestyle and livelihood since moving to LA in 2018. Uh, it's been a process, yet yeah, a very important one for me. So if you're like me and want to change of pace and are ready to take the next step, the nerds at NerdWallet are here to help you make your dreams a reality. NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. Maybe you're looking for a change of pace, a home big enough for you and your family to grow with a basketball hoop up front so you can practice your three-point shot. NerdWallet can help you compare and find the smartest mortgage rate to get some room for you, your family, and your hoop dreams. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NMLS 1617539. Would you rather have a dude swing at you at your face? I am an orange belt now. Yeah, oh, shit. What? I yeah. blocked that shit. I'd rather have a dude. I'd rather wow. have a dude. I'd rather have a dude punch me in my face than have that happen. Swear to God. Welcome to this edition of Road Trippin' with RJ and Channing. I'm your host, Allie Clifton, Richard Jefferson, Channing Fry. Guys, it's been a um, spicy couple of days in the NBA. Obviously, Ooh. we're in full swing of the NBA playoffs. I know that you guys have a lot that you want to talk about and get off your chest, but I think first, Richard, you would agree with me on this too, and uh, Channing thinks that it's not a big deal, but we're going to make it a big deal because over the weekend, let's recap uh, Mr. Wine Sommelier uh, himself, your chosen oh. family dinner that you oh. had on Saturday, Channing. It was amazing, incredible, exactly what you envisioned. Um, in terms of you wanted to bring all your, your friends and individuals that you respect and love in the industry into one room. Um, decals on the doors that said Chosen Family at the AOC. Who are you? Shout out to Chosen. I, listen, I, those are just, you know, Did the you feel like I a baller? No, uh, not Come really. On. I felt I like, I felt like my friend no, no, no. was a baller. I felt like my friend was a baller. <laughs> no, because the, the details that have to go into it are like, even for me, if I didn't have like my team or Jake or Nani or Ryan or Henry and Doug help out, I would have, it would have looked like shit, but it's just like, when you deal with wine, you want the room to be perfect. And so that was our first one doing it ever. So I was like, here's my vision. This is how I want. And then everyone was like stemware, glassware, how's the food? What kind of food? What are we God, serving? That's like crazy. All this goes into it of like details. So it was great. Like I love that people weren't just sitting in their seat. People were getting up. And then it was weird how connected everyone was. Like Jaleel White, I forgot that he used to go to Arizona basketball camp and loved Arizona. And then his boys with Doug and then his girlfriend right now or fiance or wife, I forgot what she is, sorry. Like was like, oh yeah, I own this. And what about this vineyard? And I'm like, oh, you know why too? I was just inviting you because you seem like a cool person. And like there was all these people in connecting. It was tight. It was like, I didn't know what conversation to butt in on, but all of them were good, right? And then my brother was there just being big goofball Logan. Um, and then it was just, you know, just different people. We had the captain of the Galaxy there, the LA Galaxy, the, the football team, soccer team. Sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, I don't want to call it correctly. Um, but yeah, it was good. The food was great. People were good. It was like, you take a big sigh the next morning, like, oh, okay, that was exhausting, but awesome. It was awesome. And shout out to you and your team. Uh, you and Jake have a really good uh, friendship, working relationship. It comes through. It's organic. It's awesome. Obviously, when I came out to visit you guys and we went to Longolo meeting him and Chase, like it, it was just awesome. And I, I was proud to be there for you. I was uh, excited to be invited, Channing. And obviously, you let my brother tag along. He had a rough yeah, morning. Yeah. Come the on, next morning, Thanks to the both of you. 
Um, I heard him downstairs uh, when I probably shouldn't have heard him. He was struggling, um, but I told him, you know, get in these L.A. streets. Yeah, get in these hang. streets, corn dog. All over, all over that chosen one. So Allie, I thought it was awesome. No, but but we glossed over. We glossed over. Can we please a, a, just continue to gloss no, over? No, no, no. <laughs> Allie, go ahead and and tell them what happened. Which part? The part where you had a moment and you freaked the fuck out. Okay, so I had been there already for like two hours. I showed up on time because if you're on time, you're late. So, you know, I was on time, unlike Richard. Oh, we were like but serving when, dessert, but when he made his entrance, like... it was like, oh, yeah. Richard's here. I was quite shocked. Incredible. It was you were shocked? You were shocked? Um, I told anyway, you. So I was I'm shocked you had two glasses of wine. Oh, yeah. Me too. Yeah. yeah. It was a tasting. Was I wanted to taste it. I wanted to taste it. Keep going. <laughs> Moral of the story. I had been sitting there forever. Three hours by this uh, point, and we're all conversating. I'm laughing at Logan, uh, who is trying to eat uh, a dish of caramel, um, not realizing that it was not edible. It was wonderful. Shout out, Logan. Oh we're going to get you back on here. <laughs> oh, my God. But I, I'm sitting there, and I, I'm listening to conversation, et cetera. Everyone's feeling themselves, drinking their wine. And I looked down, and I was like, oh, my he's here and I just kind of had it to myself kept it to myself and then I couldn't keep it in any longer and I said to Richard and Logan across the table is that Steve Urkel <laughs> is, is Steve Urkel here and we were like his name is Jaleel we were like we were like his yeah. name is Jaleel and she was like okay and the only Jaleel, Jaleel I know is <laughs> Jaleel Okafor. Steve Urkel yeah Jaleel oh Okafor. I forgot about him <laughs> Oh, it was a moment. And now I, now I feel awful because you guys are right. Rich and Logan both were like, well, Allie, you can't say you went to a dinner with Jaleel White and not like go introduce yourself and have a conversation. Yeah. But I was so like starstruck that I was, I couldn't. And I, yeah. I just, because so oh, then you were basically just in the same restaurant. Now you were in the same restaurant versus saying you were at it dinner with him. It nope, was a room. No, it's a restaurant. Yeah, all rooms. It does. Hey, look. You were just at dinner, like you know what I'm saying. They're now see now we talk, but this is the thing. I'm not trying to make her feel guilty. Anybody that's listening, I just well, if you're listening to this, you're obviously whatever. Anyways, the thing about this is that these were the exact words that were said to her that night. Like, hey, go introduce. No, 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 no. Okay, well, I just want to express to you that basically you guys are just at the same restaurant until you go say hello. Then you guys had dinner together. I also and, say, and she was like, oh, no, yes, we did have dinner together. <laughs> no, you didn't have dinner together. You guys were just at the same restaurant because you didn't talk to him. I say all I say all of this to say, I think um, humility is one of the greatest qualities that you can possess or, or have as an individual. And I really just said all of that to remind all of you, our listeners and our viewers, that I go to work with Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye almost weekly, every single day. And yet I'm not starstruck by them. Yeah, no, I'm not starstruck by myself. Yeah, I yeah. feel bad when people are like Channing. I'm like, oh, Channing Tatum's here. Where's he at? Yeah. I was literally like, oh, Channing is kind of cool. He knows. No, I'm actually Steve very Urkel. not. No, <laughs> no, anyway, no. Chan Chan Channing. It was awesome. Channing is like I know cool people Ch who like free Ch dinner. <laughs> no, see, Channing, Channing, Channing is like a Portuguese man of war, right? He's not a shark. 
He doesn't like eat like that. But if Channing gets you in his tentacles, right? If he gets you in his little friend group, if you have it, then he's got you. He's he's got you, got you, as all of our listeners know. I, once I, you, I, once you get grab, it, I'm gonna bite your ass. Bite the ass. <laughs> What? I felt super what? special in my notifications what? today. I saw Swish was mad that he wasn't invited. I got the invite. Shout out. We're going to do it again. again. I mean, I don't know what city Swish is in. He goes to North Carolina A&T, but he lives in Florida, I think. I don't know what. What? I don't know where Swish is Somebody at. I find it. Him. Somebody asked Swish where he's at. Somebody asked Swish. Where is we, Swish? Because we'll text him. Swish most no, of the time be closer to the moon than he is. Jeez. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's Allie for NerdWallet again. You still dream about a home with a driveway hoop? Well, what if we told you NerdWallet can help you take the first step to make those dreams a reality? NerdWallet's team of nerds research hundreds of the top credit cards, mortgages, and more so you can easily compare and find what's right for you. And since you're getting a front yard hoop, let's make that backyard perfect for barbecues and NBA watch parties. NerdWallet can help you find a low mortgage rate so you can find the right place with lots of space in both yards. Ready to compare your way there? Take the first step by discovering the smartest credit cards, mortgages, and more today at nerdwallet.com. All right, road trippers, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Our entire crew loves it, and we know you will too. Prize picks has the best NBA prop game across the market. They offer more NBA props than any other DFS operator, and they offer every player and stat category you can think of. Want to get in in the game now? There's no better time with the NBA playoffs now underway. All new users that make their first deposit and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN will receive an instant 100% deposit match up to $100. All you have to do is pick two to five players and select an over-under on their daily projections and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize Picks even allows mixed sport entries. Use the award-winning Prize Picks app either on the App Store or Google Play today. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize Picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Make this year's NBA playoffs a little more exciting and enjoy a special bonus offer on us. Check out prizepicks.com and use the promo code ROADTRIPPIN or go to your app store and download the app today. Remember, Road Trippers, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right, well, before we dive into all the what NBA you, chatter, I will say after that dinner, Channing, I needed my athletic greens. I don't know about you guys. Oh, I need I more. I was looking it. forward to that. I need more. We are more. getting more. We're getting are more. We? You're welcome. Are we? Oh, yeah. thank you. No, I was, true. I was we about to say, more. I was like, I'm down. Da- I'm down was- to the packets. I, I'm sorry, Allie. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm yeah. done with it. I like. I, I went through. I went through the whole thing, and then I got. I got. I was like, well, I have the boxes, right? So I was like, hey, uh, hey, Allie, like, where are we at with more? Like, and I'm down to literally. I took my last packet today. Can I tell you, along with all the 75 vitamins and minerals, the way in which it makes you mm-hmm. feel, the energy, the clarity, etc. When I did go to Coachella, the packets and the versatility to be able to travel and not have to carry the canister and use the scoop. Dope. Right. Um, yeah. So, and I know you guys love so it too. Dope. We're excited about our next shipment. We want to get you guys involved. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a one free supply of immune supportive Ooh. vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase travel packs. We just talked about it. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash roadtrippin, take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Again, go to athleticgreensfam.com slash roadtrippin and get started today. All right. Yes. Yes. Get started. Let's dive in to all things NBA. I like starting this way, and I know that it's probably the best time to start this way. What has you hot 
Richard Jefferson. Oh, don't, 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 don't even start with me. Okay, Channing, you guys know. what has no, you I'm, jo- I'm joking. I like I'm joking. I know it is. I am hot. I'm just, I'm like downplaying to like, mm. like pump up because I am. No, we, so in full Here disclosure, in full disclosure, I got on in kind of a, a hot mess as I always do. Like it is statistically <laughs> impossible to do what I've had a stretch of about a, probably about two months of, right? Just utter disarray. Like today I turned on my, my thing and my just computer or my camera just didn't want to work. I'm like FaceTime. I'm like, guys, I swear to you guys, it's ridiculous. But so when I get on, I'm hot and Allie's like, yo, um, like slave, save it for the pot. Save it for the pot. I was hot. So let's, so let's save it for the pot. Here the we are. Dylan Brooks situation that people even remotely try and like have even any type of idea other than the fact that that was he is not a dirty player. He's not. That was a dirty play. And every basketball player, basically from the age of like Channing, would you say 10 to 12, knows that that's a dirty play? Because like I started dunking at 14 years old. Perk said he started dunking at 12. Matt Barnes said he started dunking at 15. So like basically from around 10, 12 years old, we're seeing people dunk. Like like just your friends, like older brothers, like you're seeing that. So you learn those rules. And that's one of the earliest rules that you learn in basketball, if not like the first rule that you learn in basketball. That's about like like etiquette of like danger. And so like when he does that and we say we know what the hell he's doing, it's because we know he knows what he's doing, not to injure a guy. You could send a message. You can hard foul. You can be willing to take a flagrant one to set a tone. All of us are very understanding of that. You want to take a flagrant one just to kind of set the tone because you felt like your team needed that type of energy and you walk around like, what you going to do about it? Fine. We get it. But when you go and do Rashid that, Wallace, yeah, Rashid Wallace, know. Rashid Wallace used to get hey, a technical during warm ups. Don't let him miss a call. Yeah, he used to get a technical during warm ups <laughs> hey. just to like, just to like get his, you know, bones loose for the game about all this, the shit he was gonna say. He used to fuck what? me up. Oh, it was fuck crazy. me up because if he missed a call and I went to shoot, I knew. He's chopping this arm off. And then just to go Hi-ya! yell, just so he can spend more time just to go to yell, to, to yell at the <laughs> officials. He's like, you missed a call. I'm clubbing him. And it was just a hard foul. Just a club, no flag. It was still, even today, it wouldn't be a flagrant. It would just be a wrap-up foul right. and just go over just to talk to the official. And it was just, it's hilarious. That's a foul. That's a foul. <laughs> and we know these things. We understand oh, yeah. these things. These things are all acceptable. But what Dylan Brooks did, what Grayson Allen did to Alex Caruso, you don't do. Like, that's the things that in a park, they will you will hear gunshots ringing if you do that in the wrong park. You will, like, people will fight. NBA does not want that because it's like we have to establish that that is a penalty, even if a guy's not injured. That is a penalty, an ejection, like all of this shit. Like, that is the number one code. So anybody that has any type of argument that's outside of the he knew what he was doing and it was a, a bad play, he might have mistimed it, got him a little too much and injured. No one – I will ne- – I'll stand on the hill that – I'll stand on the hill that he wasn't trying to injure anybody. <laughs> the same way I'll stand on the hill that he knew what he was doing when he hit him. He just didn't think it was going to be like a flagrant two. But you just don't do that. 
There's no there's yeah. no world in which that exists. And if you try and make an argument, like as a friend, I'm going to tell you, you will devaluate your opinion in the basketball community forever. At what point, though, can it just be about the play? Why are we like coming into this conversation as having to defend? He didn't mean to do that. He didn't want to injure a player. Like, why is that the. You just said it. He knew what he was doing. Well, no matter you, what. I know that you're well, also taught. I mean, I, I yeah. played college ball. I know that you're also taught, too, when a guy goes up, make sure that if you foul them, they don't hit the shot, right? Give them yeah. a hard foul. I understand yeah. that. But there is a completely different line that you are crossing when an individual, especially of NBA caliber type talent, is off the ground. Oh, in that high. Not up. only was he off the ground, he's left handed. So if you notice, you know, G Gary is left, very left handed. And when he goes up for the ball, if you notice, you're not getting the ball past this. Yeah. So he said, fuck it. Yeah. And went, boop. And we know he that. barely and, and, touched yeah, the ball. Yeah, Janet, you know you that. You just got to take a chance. Like, yeah, you, you either got to, if for lefties, you got to meet them straight on. And if you can't meet them sideways with your right hand, you have to go through Thank his you. head. You and know if, that. And if you've never done it, up, and if you've never done it before, if on. you're not a part of the very blessed and very fortunate yeah. athletic people. And I'm not talking about just NBA players. I'm talking about college players, like high level high school players. If you've never like actually been in this environment where like, if you are one of those players, it happens 20 times a game where you have to make mm -hmm. a decision. Can I go get a block? Can I go to get, not get a block? And everybody makes mistakes. But when you've gotten to the level of NBA, it's not, a, it's just a reactionary, like I know what I need to do or I can't get that. But like for like, it's just something that you have to, and Allie, like, you know, even if you're chasing a girl down and she's going up, you know that it's going to be next mm -hmm. to impossible to be coming from her right side to get to his, to get to her left hand through her body around to the high point of the ball and your track and you're behind and you're behind them. That's, that's I'm like describing yeah. it. Like I'm just saying it's next to impossible. Like they're like I yeah. know we're, yeah. and the fun and, part and about here is we get to get technical. We get to get technical and say that like technically there's nine layers that you're just like no I'm not gonna try. If you were to try that late in the game yeah, and it was a tie game, somebody right? Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna club somebody, most of the time it's they do the crab dribble and they're pump faking and you just come down and club them and you go about your business. When somebody is up in the air and you club them, from behind, that is a very, behind? the game goes very slow. You have to make what we see in real time in your brain goes, how, okay, what I assume, now I am assuming, how can I fuck him up? <laughs> <laughs> is what the thought was, how can I fuck him up? So I'm going to do this. So people swipe over top, right? It wasn't like he hit the top of his Yeah, head. he didn't graze that he bitch. He didn't graze. He didn't graze. He didn't graze. He, he, got, okay, he that, fucked his head up. Right? Because grazing happens. Yeah. Grazing happens. Yes, a lot. And he a fucked lot. his head up, which it just shows you can move your arm. Dylan Brooks is a very, very good player. Strong player. Big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah, love Dylan Brooks. So, to me... You can club somebody and it be like Richard said, eh, okay, he fucked him up. It's playoffs. Keep it pushing. You want to see how much they want it. That is like Steve Kerr said, there's a code and they're going to get physical. Draymond's, 
you know, elbowing people, people elbowing Draymond. He don't really care. He flicked the fans off because he was bleeding. He never said, oh, that like don't elbow yeah. me. Draymond's throwing elbows as much yeah, as everyone he did, else. He didn't think it was a dirty play. You take those fun. stitches with you like, damn, right. that sucks. But here we go. I'm coming yeah, back exactly. into the game. You, dude, you, here we go. Exactly. I just, I just don't, that is, yeah. come on. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think when come it comes to this argument, we need to talk about Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks has made a name for himself in terms of the way in which he plays, which is that aggressive, passionate, energetic style. Love everyone it. loves him. You love what he brings love to the it. game. Love you factor it. in if you're anyone that freaking knows basketball, what part of the postseason you are yeah. now at, where your team has been all season long. It is about the play. And, and yes. you got to look at the play and, and, what the play sure. was, and, and, it's, and it's wrong. And this is the thing. As much as Twitter and Instagram and every like all the everybody has this opinion on every talk show, I like to view this as like a teaching moment. Right. It like just a teaching moment. And it's like, hey, listen, I understand how you can like kind of be like, well, Draymond did hit a guy and pulled him down and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, 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 no. This is very uniquely different. And the and the reason why we know it to be different is because we saw what can happen and how an entire team's season can be shifted. Their best defensive player, oh, their best defensive player, one of the best perimeter defenders in the league, is now out for a season where they're going to be going against John Morant. Potentially, they'd be going against the best backcourt in, back, in basketball in Chris Paul and Devin Booker. And then potentially on the other, or, or, or Luka Doncic, again, problem. Or you go oh, down no. and you look again Hold on, on the other side. Uh, Janny's breaking stuff. But it's just like... No, when you when you here he's this he's gonna put on it. Oh, the Jurassic Park love the Jurassic Park shirt. It's hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot. hot. Show the Jurassic Park shirt. Um, but like potentially their entire season gets shifted off of that play. Like they the, the chances of them going and beating John Morant, the best backcourt in basketball, or Luka Doncic. And I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying the percentages go down without Gary Payton. That's how big of a deal he is to their team. What do you think? Think about you one play. People that? forget. Oh, sorry. No, you go got ahead. It, yeah. I was going to say, look at Zaza Pachulia when Ooh. the the ankle yeah. incident NBA happened made with a Kawhi rule. Leonard. And that's just that's so, just the ankle. That's right. an ankle. NBA made a rule. That's a rolled ankle, that's, bro. That's I'll Give me a rolled ankle over a fractured so elbow. That, Left elbow? What? Because <laughs> when you're up in the air like that, and on anything a shooting can happen. Team? When you're up in the air, you don't know. I literally have a torn anything wrist. Is possible. Anything is possible. This is for you, Cleveland. Whatever. Uh, I have literally a fractured elbow. I have a fractured wrist from when Chauncey Billups did that to me. I was averaging. This is no lie. I was averaging 23 points a game. Jason Kidd had just got back. Vince Carter, it was Didn't his first team game. Suck? No, no, no. But we made the postseason that year. Vince Carter just got there. So our team was starting to take off. Hence why, like, we made the postseason. But I was averaging 23 points a game. I was literally probably about six weeks from potentially making my first all-star game. And they were like, bro, you need to have surgery, like, immediately. And I was like, and it was all because Chauncey Billups, not a dirty player. That's my boy. Right, I, I, I. That's he's a great dude, no issue. But it was a, still a dirty play. It's still a Johnny dirty play. Chauncey. Still a dirty play. And I love Chauncey. Chauncey, it, you'll never change my mind. And I saw. I this, you know, we'll lit, we'll <laughs> laugh about this. You'll have your opinion. I'll have my opinion, but I'll never, you know, not calling you a dirty player. Great coach. It's over now. It's over now. But it is such a code, and it's such a tragic thing. Like it, like players' careers, lives, seasons, all of that is at risk. All of that is a risk when you do that type of play. Like that is, there's no. I was saying, I'd rather have somebody punch me in my face 
on a basketball court than to do that to me. Would you, Channing, would you rather have a dude swing at you? Right, I'm not talking about just like, like oh, just take sure. it. Would you rather have a dude swing at you at your face? I am an orange belt now. Yeah. Oh shit. What? I yeah. Block that shit. I'd rather have a dude. I'd rather now. have a dude. Boom. I'd rather have a dude punch me in my face than have that happen. Swear to God. Draymond took those uh, stitches, came back into the game. Draymond took those stitches, came back into the game. That's like a punch in the face. And then, and then flipped everyone off on his way out. So my question yeah, to you, you know, guys, love it. My yeah. question to you. Love okay, it. so you love that reaction from Draymond. Um, but all press is good said, press for Draymond, not for the NBA, but for Draymond, all press is good press, especially when he delivers it himself. Wonderful. And then does it on so a podcast. Genius. Yeah. That's um, so funny. It's so good. Um, I love is there anything we, in we taught these career... kids Channing? We taught these kids Channing. We, taught, we, we can all take a, we can all, yeah, we can all take a round of applause and like take a little pat on the back, but mainly for our listeners. Thank you, because when you guys made this popular, everybody started listening, and we were the first. We say it, and I'm going to say it every chance I get. The first in-season athlete podcast ever. We were the first. Love you guys. We, I'm. They're (laughs) humble. I'm not. But when I see Draymond, no. But real talk, man. Like this is the part that, like, it's not about the podcast and like we were the first. It's more about we were a part of changing how media is done. We were a part of that, and that's the part that I find so cool and so appreciative of the listeners. Is that like now Draymond goes straight to his own podcast, literally right after the game, talking about his suspension. That's mind blowing. But like it, it really started five yeah. years ago when we were on a plane flight from Boston to Seven. Atlanta and it was like we're talking about the game and it was a good game and we're <clears throat> drinking and we're talking this and then we drop then we dropped the podcast the next day. People's brains were exploding. Our brains were exploding. We're like, why has nobody been doing this? This is kind of fun. We should keep doing Remember- it. Remember when Channing told us everything about the Matrix and what it was like being in the Matrix? That was episode oh, yeah. three on the airplane. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I forgot. We about were recording that. on the oh, airplane. Never to it. Like now, and ev- yeah. we had to stop recording. And all full disclosure, we had to stop recording on the airplane because we were getting too loud and too happy. Um, and it was right next to all of our trainers and our equipment staff and the people that work harder than anybody else outside of the coaches. But maybe they probably work Steve harder than Sparrow the coaches. Steve Sparrow was yeah. so mad. Yeah. They were, and it was like, and they understood, but they were like, bro, Spirulina. we're the ones that got to like get the bags off while you guys get on the bus. <laughs> and then we're the ones that got to drop the bags off and do all the stuff in the morning. So like, and so we respected them 100%. We're all family. And we're like, guys, we appreciate that. So that was the end of recording on planes. End. But Shout it out, but we but we road trip and but we got it done but we got it done we got it done um, okay so wait so throughout your career Draymond going off the the floor <laughs> flipping the bird and saying I make blah 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 millions of dollars I think the twenty five thousand dollar fine that I'm gonna get I'm gonna be just fine is there anything in y'all's career that you wanted to do that would have got you fined like that. Oh that every day do? oh that I didn't do all right you probably should ask if I did do. Oh, did you? No. I got got kicked out of the first game of the season one time. I got thrown out. Then another time, well, uh, TJ Ford, little ass. Like, I like TJ. What's up, man? Um, No, we were together on the Spurs. But – he TJ just had like he was yeah, TJ was in college. Oh my God, dude was like, dude was just, he was one of the great. He was one of the great like 
He's like things savage. that you could ever watch in person in college basketball. He was so fast. <laughs> playing he was him? like he was twice was as impossible. fast as the fastest person in the country. TJ Ford was <laughs> twice as fast as that. It was like watching Usain Bolt with a basketball. It was crazy to be so young. Now, now I he weighed like, he only okay, weighed twelve how pounds. How much room do I give him? Oh shit! Yeah, he, he only weighed. Yeah. He was like he was twice tiny. as fast and twice as small as Kimba Walker. Right? I'm I'm the TJ man. Great career. Anyways, TJ had had like a neck surgery or whatever. And so this was my biggest thing. So we're running in the game. We're running. I'm trying to get out on the break. You know, that's the only way I can score. I couldn't dribble. So I was sprinting. TJ grabs my jersey trying to hold me up. And so I swing my arm hard as hard as just as hard as I can and hit his arm off me. I listen, if you're going to foul me while I'm trying to go get a bucket, you are now at my mercy for however I want to react. And I didn't do anything. I just hit his arm off. And then he got super mad and jumped into it where I separated double technicals thrown out of the game. First game of the year. Yeah. First game of the year. What's so. that fine? I don't know. <laughs> One out of eighty-two. No, I don't. I, no, I think it's just a double technical. The suspension, um, the suspend, the game suspensions are the ones you gotta avoid. Those are a paycheck. Like those, if, oh, if you, I yeah, you. if you if you make in, let's just say this: if you make eight point two million dollars a year, which we know how many more guys make more than that, that's a hundred thousand dollars for missing one game for a suspension. Think about that. Oh. That's just a yeah. So if you making sixteen million. That is $200,000 for missing one day's of work. So if you get a five-game suspension and guys were getting that for smoking weed, that could be a million dollars, five games. Stay off the weed. That's why, that's why people don't punch anymore. And that's why those bullies, that those like the guys that used to, oh, man, they allow these bullies is because the goons that used to beat up the bully, they messed up the ecosystem. Right. They got rid of the goons, but didn't get rid of the bullies. So the goons used to keep the bullies in check. Am I lying? Like Charles Oakley used to make sure. Are you a goon or a, you goblin? a, goon or a goblin? Oh, my God. <laughs> Lil Wayne. What did Lil you Wayne. Get Thank you. Thanks for the thanks. Thanks for telling everybody the Lil Wayne reference. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I would have. So there was a guy in Philadelphia. And I was a little younger. Remember oh, the old guy with, with the glasses with the who used to he write, write, used on, to write on the signs? Yo, he uh, was. Yes. Did you? He used to have a dry erase board. Allie, and did say you some never saw absolute him? shit that hurts your feelings? I thought it, was the, it would hurt I your feelings. It was the guy in Brooklyn that stood behind. No, him. no, 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 no. That's the that's the whammy well, that's guy. The that's the whammy, whammy man. man. Oh, He's just funny. Okay, yeah, no, I don't nice know the guy. Great people. This dude used to be like, pay attention. That's why you're not in the game. Or. I bet you're out of the league Allie, in two he years. Was, he was brutal. If I could, he was I would have told his, I would have said something like, get your geriatric <laughs> fucking face out of my face, you, you Yo, cockrag. Something, something to that reference. He, <laughs> oh, he I was, hated no. him. Because he would no, say no, shit no, no. that hurt. He oh, for said, five? He How never would say playing? a word. He would never say a word. He would write on his chalkboard. He would just write it. Write on, he would write on his chalkboard, no lie, and then just show and just hold it up to the visitor's bench. Just write it out. And it would be no. It would say like this is what it would say. It would be like it would say like Michael's He'd be like this. That's it. Oh, it's reverse. <laughs> Goodness, you suck. Yeah. It would literally He'd be it, like <laughs> It would literally say something like it will say like Michael Smith, three points per game. 2.1 rebounds, 16 minutes equals overseas. Kid you not. Oh. 
Did you not? That's he would do it all. He would write people's names with no J's on them if they couldn't shoot. Yeah, so it'd be like Emmy oh. Emmy Axon. It would Emmy Axon. Yeah, Eamon owns. Like, like he would Eamon. write no J, no D. Like he would he would write this on a board, and a lot of it was funny. He was like mean, but some of it would be funny. It was funny, but if you were not playing good, oh. it, was, it hurt. But it, it was amazing. Sometimes. This, this One old, for six. Old, I bet you don't old, start next game. And I'm like, damn. Glasses. He looked like a librarian, and he was just out there spitting fire against players in 16 characters or less. He was like the first Twitter. He was the first shit, Twitter. I would have done the oh, same. He was thing. Like, oh yeah, I wish. He was, oh, he was Twitter. Twitter. He was Twitter. Philly Twitter I, on and that like that's, I res, Everyone respected it because he was at every game. Some of it was funny. Some guys probably probably chirped back and said something, blah, blah, blah. But you respected it. It was like you almost looked forward to it. The shit was hilarious. We got to find like video of that guy. Listeners. We got to oh, find videos of that guy. Is he still around? That's what I was going to say. I don't the know if he's still Twitter there. Man. I don't think he's, he's not still there. It was know. like I want to say like during the AI days, I rem- he was there all the time. Big time, yeah. Andre yes. Guadalla days or Allen Iverson? They were on the same team, bro. They were on the same team. Shout out Iggy. We need Iggy on the podcast. Uh, Channing, okay, so how- He, he doesn't own. care about us. Doesn't mean Iggy, he can't come on ours. He doesn't like us. No. We're, we're too We're too light-skinned for- We're too light-skinned. He hates Richard. <laughs> Me, he's, he, he tells us we're too light-skinned all the time. He doesn't no, like Mocha. Ball. Do you know why you know why Andre doesn't you know why Andre doesn't like me is because like low key like I'm like his mentor I'm like his mentor like I'm like I'm like I'm like his big brother right like I went to Arizona and then he was the next super athlete. He was the next super athlete after me at Arizona. Then, then, you then he went to Philly. Then he, then he, Andre then he went, Iguodala was like then, top five then, most then, talented then he, then players he to, ever then he to went play to Philadelphia. Arizona. Richard was like then he went to 50th. then he went to Philadelphia I, and we played against each other. So like as a rookie, he was in my division and I used to give him the business because he was young and Andre was not like a twenty point a game scorer. He was like a fifteen seven and seven like most versatile dude. But I used to give him Richard. buckets. I used to get crushed. Richard him. Yeah. as a rookie. Yeah, as a rookie. Since you since you talked about road tripping and its inception and how it came to be, et cetera, on one of the very first podcasts, you delivered a line that has stuck with me for now Tell five me. years. Tell me. Everyone has a scrapbook. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck. I know it's with amazing. That said. What are Andre we doing? Goodall, if you would like to come on, we can no, no, no. Richard. Uh, Andre, so Andre, Andre just gets nervous around me. Like he just gets, he gets kind of emotional and nervous around me. <laughs> I hate you. Okay, oh, no. stop, Iggy. We're not. He's listening. going to respond to this in a very. I don't mean care. Way. There, oh, what are you talking about? Andre's on. always mean. Andre sent me a text. Dur- okay. Always mean. Always. Andre sent me a text during during uh, uh, during the first round of the postseason. He just sent me a text in the middle of the show, and I'm just like. Dude, like, stop being mad at 11, 11, 8, 12 a.m. Stop being mad at 12, 15 a.m., Andre. What are you doing, bro? That does it for this edition of Road Trip. And join us on Monday as we'll continue our NBA playoff coverage. All talk, talking about stories off the court that have caught our attention this week. And as always, like, rate, and subscribe. Have a question or topic for our next show? Text us or leave us a voicemail at 657-522-5578. That's 657-5-CALL-RT. See you next time.